0: We are, we something, are else. something else. We are something else.
1: tonight and we are something else battle of the fallen soldier gentlemen 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 we're back we are back just like we never left all <laughs> oh. right so tonight 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 uh just gonna going off the cuff tonight I'm gonna just see how good our skills are I mean <laughs> I've got some liner notes and there's like really one words. <laughs> but I think we we'll, we can make it work. I
2: mean, you know,
0: we were freestyling before the show started. We're just gonna freestyle. Yeah, that the was
1: kind of getting getting us warmed up. Yeah, getting our brains going. That's all. Um, but I do want to start off by saying uh, this show is dedicated to a fallen soldier, uh, our friend Jeff Ploshnik. Mm-hmm. So rest in peace to Jeff. Rest in peace. Um, I want to eventually have a show where we can dig into. Yeah the meat of the
3: definitely under, another mental health show yeah, I think. Uh, yeah,
1: underlying issues of what happens. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so, I mean, we can, and I want to dive in because people need to know, I want to, I want to dive into th- the situation. Mm-hmm. Um, cause it has to be addressed. Yeah. Um, but then also want to really, really in depth go into it, uh, in another, in a later date. So, um, Let's uh do you open up at that or let's let's just catch up first. Yeah, yeah. All right, C B what's up, brother. How you been?
0: Yo, I've been good. I can't complain. Good, good. You know, just life's treating you well. First six months of this year, man. I'm gonna be all over the place. You guys know I've already done a little bit of traveling. I got more coming up. So talk
1: about, let's talk about that. What what do you what do you got uh in the in the plans?
0: So uh by the time this actually comes out, I believe I'll be in Miami again. I will have already gone to Charlotte Ooh. and come back. Uh, and then we're talking the very beginning of actually, more like the middle of April, I'll be in Hawaii. And then the very beginning of May, I'll be back in Miami. So we're talking about Miami three times in the first five months. Wow. Acting out here like I got like way more money than I actually do.
1: Wow. <laughs> Flossin. we
4: fly
1: <laughs>
3: right well exactly line. that's a war tour we right there we
0: ball it that's a war tour right there <laughs> yeah yeah well,
1: that's good I mean it's, it's good to travel
0: um people just need to see me you know that's right. that's all that and see all the the sneakers that I got that I'm trying to break out all Man. that stuff
1: and this for the soul segment tonight it should be at least <laughs> talking about it would be great right uh but since we are we're gonna get footage of all this stuff mm-hmm. um, when we when we put it up on the YouTube page. Yeah, as we are something else, right? On YouTube or WRSC podcast, mm-hmm. can find us out the way. Um, got some heat, especially yeah. if y'all been following us on IG. Yeah, uh, we've done uh, quite a few Staring unboxings, on everybody. <laughs> quite, quite a few unboxings lately. Um, this has been a good week, and this has been like some some serious heat. It's been a coming. good month. Yeah, yeah. So the Because I don't. We haven't had
0: a show since I got those LeBrons either.
1: No, we haven't. Yeah. Which are now up for sale on StockX. StockX. Yeah. Fewer
0: size. They fit a little big. So uh, those 10s probably fit more like a 10.5, 11. Right. Uh, but those super bronze, the blue joints,
1: those joints are fire. Right. <laughs> but,
0: you know, if, if there are any listeners out there that can fit that, you know, it's like the biggest Nikes that I've ever worn. Because I'm normally like a 10.5 in Nike. But these are tens and they fit like 11s, which is wild.
1: I don't know nobody who who's who's giving away well, who's reselling their bronze after after a major win like that. But, you know, whatever.
0: <laughs> <sighs> it's just one of those things. Like I can't I can't ball in them because like I'd be tripping the, over
4: myself. Those are, which ones are they? Like quality the, joints? The or...
0: six uh so sneakers did a drop. This was part of the LeBron watch. He broke it. Oh, okay. So back in December, he had the first pair of these super bronze, no, the white which, ones. which were an homage to the LeBron threes. Right. Um, but then he released a blue version of them. yeah. it. Okay. Which I was lucky enough to cop through sneakers. So the shout out Nike Sneakers for, get, for me getting another win. Because since we started this podcast, I can say that probably for the first half of the shows, all me and Phil did was complain about how we never won any of these right. sneakers. Then rifles.
1: all of a sudden. Yeah. And, and I've speaking actually. Speaking of which,
4: I took an L on a restock this week. Which on, was uh, that? Finish line, restock of Concord. Concord 11s? Yeah. Oof. Oof. What, did not, uh, I didn't get them. What size?
1: 14. 14? 14.
4: Yeah, please. Let yeah, me like, put it out in the universe. We might,
1: look, we might have to talk to him off yeah. air. Let's talk yeah. to him yeah. yeah. might
0: we might We might have a way to, to hook you up, Superfly. Yeah, we'll yes, talk to you
1: off the air. <laughs> Um, And I I was actually look, I actually got a second pair of Concord 11s. Right. 11 and a half. They're on sale uh, right now if you can check me on my, my IG. Mm-hmm. But hold on. Here they are, Superfly. Those are the ones yeah. he, okay. All right. So, Superfly, how you been? Excellent, man good I mean
4: you see uh, see my glow up I I, I came in here and Superfly's his deck
1: his deck is laid out with he's got like his his logo on the vinyl now
0: like if people aren't sure that Superfly is like a real DJ like he's not just playing DJ no 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 this isn't this isn't like your friend that you went to high school with just that, messing around. Yeah, like this is this is legit.
4: This has got his face on here. Yeah, I right. get busy. Yeah, like, not just on the branding, but on the actual decks. Right, you know? I mean, right.
1: Yeah, I, I can vouch. Let me tell you this. Uh, I've been to one, one or two of his parties, and then he's actually DJed for me. Mm-hmm.
3: Yep.
1: Um, and I've seen them, like, first of all, a good DJ one has all the songs. Mm-hmm. That, but that's not even the most important part of DJing is having all the music the most important part I'm gonna say then you could tell me mm-hmm. is knowing the music yes is <laughs> not, so then that, that's even the say knowing the music reading the crowd yes yep. and having every song yep because if you don't have every song you can still you can still you find it. you can get away
4: if you know if you have the songs that you need to have you don't need to have every song right, right. you know what I mean you can still rock a party right just understanding what the crowd wants mm-hmm. and right. kind of giving them that.
1: Right.
0: Play Sheck West like 10 times Yo, in a so, row because you're playing can, a I high school rock. party. I'll rock, me, I
4: will rock high school me, parties, <laughs> and I will rock 80th birthday parties. Right. right. Let me, let's Sheck West.
1: Talking so, about. Being... Me and CB <S laughs> went to the Travis Scott show.
4: Yes. Right. Second
0: and night at Capital One, he sold out two nights in a row. Check there, so, yeah. He, he opened, opened up. up.
1: So what he meant, I read, I, I went, yeah, read the two regime. songs in my in my trip. I literally only got two. He's only got two. And I one, literally and only recognized live, the live one.
4: Check West, die, check West. Yeah, <laughs>
1: <laughs> but I read what Travis meant. So he wasn't there two consecutive nights. He meant the two nights that he was there. He sold out. He both sold them shows. both times because this was the
0: second time around. <laughs> second time all right, around. All right, bad, got it. But.
1: So we walk in. We finally get in. We had a, a ticket snafu when we got there, um, but you know what? Shout out to the plug who got us in there. Mm-hmm. Really good seats. Mm-hmm. Um, so we get in there, uh, and as we walk into the arena, all you hear is the Sheck West. Once we made past security, the the, the one, what's the name of the Sheck West song? The the big one.
4: Obama. Mo Mo, yeah, yeah, that's playing. Obama.
1: And like, once you make it past the weed smoke <laughs> and. Get into the arena, like the whole arena is jumping because it, it. We walked in literally as that part came in when right. he transitioned to that, mm-hmm. whatever he's saying. Yeah, yeah, that exactly
0: yeah. that exactly. So and the Capital the One whole shook.
1: Arena is just like yeah, like jumping. I was like, oh boy, we win them nights. Right. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, so we get in there, and let me tell you, like I have been trying to do my homework on Travis because I, I mean, sickle mode is just one of the dopest songs out there right now and I was like okay if, if I'm gonna make it to the show a few months back I started going back through all the catalog through the catalog yeah. and yep. I and it's so amazing when you can go back through the catalog and listen to progression
3: mm-hmm.
1: all at once mm-hmm. you don't have to hear one album and then you're like oh I wonder what the next one's gonna sound I like I right. listen to the cat. I'm like okay this guy uh, I like him I like him I can't understand some of the stuff but I like it <laughs> I know I'm gonna rock out but he, he put on like a really dope show. This man had two roller coasters in the arena. And two stages. Two stages. So one stage had the loop. There was a the small stage. He opened up on a small stage. Everybody's getting ready to look at the big stage. And the people who have been to the show before, I guess, read whatever's going to happen. Mm-hmm. They're all facing the small stage. Pops up at the small stage. Then he, he has the loop on the small stage. So he's rocking out doing that. Then over the big stage, he has uh, a coaster up in the ceiling mm-hmm. that goes from one to the other. But he really... It,
4: and he rides these. He actually During, rides
1: yeah. on these. Right. So what happened, the first, uh, he said this was the first time ever he invited a person down to ride with him and they brought their girlfriend. He's like, well, y'all can ride together. He's like, I'm just gonna, I'll rap while y'all ride up there together. And
0: this is, this is the, the big joint that went from the One big stage to, to yep. the other stage. Yep. Like not the loop. Right. right. Yeah. Right.
1: And the dopest part of the night, first of all, us being sneakerheads, Yeah. I'm always, th- I'm thinking, well, what's Travis gonna wear tonight? He's got a lot of collabs he's done. Um, so he had on the Travis ones, yep, and they were dope. They were fire. And then he has this portion where he has a lot of crowd interaction. He goes mm-hmm. down. What, what was the song? Skeletons.
0: I think. I think that's what it was.
1: Goes down and starts rapping skeletons. Well, he hands the mic to a girl in the audience, and she fucking raps. She kills all it. Skeletons. She, kills she kills it. Kills it. He, he it. doesn't even have to grab the mic. Like he had, he did a couple ad libs, but she flowed all the way through. You know that
0: MTV show back in the day where they would have them like lip sync. The the or or they would have to like recreate some like popular song or yeah. whatever, mm-hmm. and they would get scored based off of how accurate they yeah. were. Like this chick was a ten out of ten. She right.
1: she yeah. killed it. Right. This man comes back on stage in his socks. He gave her the shoes. I'm looking at Phil like, yo, where where are the jays? Where did they go? And he was like, first thing he says like. Don't sell him shits. <laughs> right, right, right. He's, he's like, like give them to someone you love or if something if you don't want them. Don't them.
0: Want them. Right. Yeah. But like, do, please don't put these back on exactly. eBay or whatever.
1: And then he starts, he does like another four songs in his socks. In his socks. <laughs> then somebody brings him these, these one lows that yeah. we hadn't even seen. We didn't see Bia f- flipping out. Like, what are those? What are those? <laughs> like... True sneaker addicts. Right. You know, the,
0: everyone in the crowd is like hyped over the music. And me and Phil are trying to figure Shoot, out like, what the colorway is on these like, Jordan wow, 1 man. lows that he's rocking. Right. Because then after the show, go online, try to look them up. Mm-hmm. And it looked like whatever colorway that he had on was not the same colorway that there was previous pictures of. So they're they're probably out there or whatever. But we were like, yo, this yeah. is dope. Yeah. Like those are fire.
1: Yeah. So, I mean, I'm, I'm going to say dude puts on a good show. And since,
0: I mean, we had seen him in on the, like, he performed at the Super Bowl. And then he had also had one of the award shows that had come up. And you really need to actually see this dude live and in person, not in one of those scenarios, not right. like a, like a corporate-sponsored right. type event, right. to actually get... This dude's performance, mm-hmm. um, because uh, a couple of my uh, brother's friends and I, I don't know if my brother's seen him live or not, but they've always talked about how dope his live performance is, how much energy he has, right. which totally did not get from like the Super Bowl performance, didn't get from watching whatever award show it was, but to actually see him on his own tour doing his thing, like there was you know the pyrotechnics, like, and you can tell that this dude loves like there are people that make music right. that don't even care about the music that they make right. you know that this dude loves his music right. which I'm all about and he like, loves performing yep yep
1: so that's what I was going to say like you said you, you need to see the live show to put together to to get it all to, to get the whole picture and that's the same thing I, I preach about Kanye West right a lot of you know his a lot of his antics um turn a lot of people off, even though, I think, even though I think that, you know what, his antics keep him relevant sometimes because yeah. it keeps people talking about him, mm-hmm. but then when you get past the antics- Because
0: some of that's calculated. You, get, you have to feel course. like some oh, he's, of that's calculated. He's smart. Yeah.
1: You, you get past the antics, then you get 30-second snippets of him with an African choir out in the woods rocking out to music, like, yo, that is the dopest stuff Gee. ever-
4: just you see it. walks I've seen it. I've seen. I've seen Sunday service.
1: And that joint is still crazy. a little skeptical. <laughs> the
4: crazy. joint is crazy.
1: Joint is crazy
4: yeah, it? it is. I mean, I love hearing soul to soul and, and yeah. a choir. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Hit that. That's that's beautiful. I'm still just one. I just don't understand everything else. Everything else. You right. Know what I'm but, saying alongside that, right. that, but that doesn't make any sense to me.
1: The Everything else is the everything else. Is, mm-hmm. It's the it's the act.
4: Right, yeah, and I mean, my like, I saw Kanye West before College Dropout came out mm, live. Backpacker, backpacking Kanye. exactly cool. with, with John Legend. I've told this story before with John Legend, the George Mason, and Keisha, Keisha Cole at UMBC. UMBC, okay, that too. Um, used to get. I don't know if they still do, but they used to get some. Oh back, shows back to back I saw both these shows NERD then Kanye West back to back weekends yeah, college shows
1: wow. get college get colleges get a lot of love mm-hmm. cuz Jay was doing that college tour when he did Blueprint 3 yeah it was he was trying to keep him within college campuses cuz that's where I saw Cole for the first time
3: mm-hmm.
1: uh Blueprint 3 to a Baltimore arena
4: or whatever it was called at the time you had this wasn't even an arena. This was at the school. At the school, right. yeah, yeah. In, since, in the auditorium. Right. Yeah, I saw a band no real- called
0: Thrice there, which yeah. into if you're into like rock and alternative, like Thrice is a pretty huge band. Mm-hmm. And the fact that like they played at UMBC mm-hmm. while my friends were going there, we right. literally went went to my my buddy's apartment on campus. Mm-hmm. We pregame there, walked over to the arena, and it's like exactly that's what yo. This, this is was.
1: dope, right? Because I don't I don't think that there's a real arena in Baltimore for any of. the... Yeah, besides that, Royal So Farms that's where he went mm-hmm. to to represent the schools, but yeah, mm-hmm. Wale on the bill, Cole on the bill, NERD and J. Yeah. And that was it was a pretty good show. But um
4: but yeah, I mean he can put he like I said, he, he it was just bare bones. I mean, right. it was a DJ or it wasn't even a DJ. It was um Don C on the little beat the little replay machine mm-hmm. just hitting the instrumentals. Kanye rapping John Legend playing the piano and singing backgrounds, Taisha like Cole singing backgrounds, and it was an amazing show. Right,
1: I mean he he hasn't been. I mean,
4: and I didn't even know his music like right. Man come out yet. Right, like all I knew right. was the mixtape stuff. Right,
1: and he's again probably one of the best performers I've seen. Every time I've seen him.
4: Uh, speaking be, of Jay-Z though like he used to be he used to not be good live oh my god <laughs> and then I think I think he hit his stride like right around that American Gangster time he'd done like the in, in front of the orchestra yeah, yeah. once he added late. a live band he was a lot exactly. better because
1: they added depth to his shows because mm-hmm. anybody can rap over a track right? I was the first time I saw Jay-Z was Sprite Liquid Mix Tour him and 311 were the headliners. That's so
0: wow. wild but, that it was him but, and
1: 311. So it was liquid. Mix. So I, mean, I remember that that was the very first time I saw NERD, which at that point I'm like, NERD and the Neptunes are the same people. <laughs> <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't know that. And I, I, and I was at this point I just I think I just started producing music, like I was getting into all this, and I I, remember, I knew they had that song Rock um, Rockstar. Rock and I was like, okay, I didn't know I got those. Wait a minute. It's the dude that does. That's the other dude that does. Wait a minute. <laughs> and I was like engulfed and like I was like, oh, this is like the wool has been pulled over my head the whole time. Yeah. So after that, I was like, I was a fan. I was mm-hmm. like, any you, you, perfect. Right. And then Nappy Roots was there. <sighs> Nappy Roots was on yeah. fire at that point. Poe folks.
4: Mm-hmm.
3: The rock. Was there with him?
4: Huh? Was Andy Hamilton there with him?
1: Yeah, that's before Anthony Hamilton even blew because yeah. he came out and did that, yeah. did the hook for that. Crazy um, tour. Hubistane. Wow, Hubistake was yeah. there. Wow. 311 and then Jay zi <laughs> I'll never forget the way Jay opened. This is how old I'll tell you how long ago it was. Uh, you know, everybody the intro was really how get you really hyped for the artist. Mm-hmm. Jay, when they um right before he came out, they dropped a white sheet and they played the trailer for Paid in Full. Uh-huh. And everybody was like, "Yo, what is this?" Like, this is when Cameron had just signed with Rockefeller, wow. and he was in the movie. We, we had a champions. And- it, uh, champions <laughs> was dope, right? And they had Twist on there. Wow! But um, so they played that, and then the sheet dropped, and Jay is sitting in the middle of like a hood back, like a, the whole set, stage was a hood, mm-hmm. and he's sitting on at that point one of those big West Coast trike bikes that were huge at the time, yeah. yeah. And he had on a, a Phillies throwback. The baggiest jeans you could find. Right, I, still exactly. have, I still have pictures and like some white S-dots and like the crowd. Just, like he sat there for like two minutes and the crowd was just like gone. This is when I also learned that I hate uh standing crowds Yeah. because people crowd surfing and all kind of, I hate exactly. that. And, I, and I, I'm not partaking. If you, you're just not going to assume that I'm going to carry you across because right. you're going to fall every time. Sweaty ass. <laughs> exactly. Like. I'm not touching it. No. Sorry. As
0: someone who uh, fronts a rock band. Right. Yeah. Um, like
1: Just give me a warning if that's what you're gonna do.
4: Yeah. So
0: I
1: can at least
0: it's so funny, like it's cause then you got like what's called hardcore dancing, which is like the kids throwing elbows and punches and right. kicks and stuff like in a circle. Why
1: well, do I don't have to get my ass whooped at a place I'm trying to some, try, have a good time?
0: <laughs> like it's so funny. Like I remember uh, it was the Taste of Chaos tour. And this is like one of the first stadium tours that I'd ever been to. And I can't even remember I'd have to go back and look up what, what arena it was that we were in. But we didn't we we were we had seats in in like the we actually had seats. We weren't we didn't do general admission or whatever. And I remember for like the two hours or whatever that this uh, concert was going on, at these there was like this circle of just kids just it looked like they were fighting, like physically fighting each other. <laughs> but then after the show's over they're literally just all like hugging and it, it, I was like, yo, this is wild. Like, right. <laughs> and, th- and this is before I was in a band. Like I was just into the, the heavy rock music and all that yeah. stuff and whatever. And, uh, I remember it's like, uh, it was four of us total. And one of my boys, uh, my boy Giannis, who wasn't like, he was into some rock music, but that wasn't like really his thing. Mm-hmm. But he, we were like, yo, we got an extra ticket. If you're trying to go, he was like, yeah, he, he was getting like kicked by our other friend yeah. and we're sitting down. I'm like, how did you write? What the heck is going on?
1: Like, what's going on? It's here? kind of
4: funny, man. You ever, you know, when you were young, you get into a fight with somebody, and then you end up being best friends right. afterwards. Right?
1: Like, I don't know, get in a fight with all of my best friends. I mean,
0: that's the thing. It's, it's like funny to think about. Like, are you even best friends if you never got into right, exactly. some kind of you altercation?
1: You got to go through some shit, right? No,
0: for real. Like I mean, my my best friend, my best friend on this earth, who's getting married. This is the reason why I'm going to Hawaii. I'm fortunate enough to be the best man in my boy's wedding who's getting married. Nope. In, Get that in, speech in together. Oh, he already knows. I can talk for hours. About, I got so much shit on this guy. But this man, we went through a period in high school where like, I couldn't talk to him because he was just doing all this wild stuff. And I'm like, dude, like that's not cool. And it was mostly it wasn't that he was necessarily doing wild stuff. He was just wrapped up over females, and I thought that it was like too much. And I was like, dude, you need to like put some of that energy somewhere else because this is you're misappropriating it. Right. Like this isn't right. And you're
4: putting a uh, pussy on a pedestal.
0: No, for real. Like for real. And but it was like he he always would crack me up because the girls that were interested in him, he wasn't interested in, and the girls that he wanted. Didn't want anything to do with him. Mm-hmm. So shout out to his his fiancee, to be wife Allison, because this is a chick that was actually into him that he actually fell in love with. So like thank shout, you, Allison, right? Thank you Allison. But like th- we went through this period in high school, and all of my other close friends know this because it was like there was tension. I was like, this dude is just being a little bitch like there's no other way for me to really describe it. He can say it. that
1: cuz that's his best friend. Right, He's like the, this friend. is
0: my this is my best friend on the earth. He, he knows like, what he, he was doing. He he lived with my family like for for a couple years. Like this is this is this is my guy. Like this dude knows that like there there's there's nothing that can separate that, right? But like would this dude even be my best friend, like on this earth, if we if we hadn't gone through something like that? Right. Like, probably not. Yeah, probably but not. because you go through some of that stuff, like that's how you test the bond right. and you make sure it's strong.
1: Yeah, me and me and John have definitely. It's probably back in.
0: Catale for the people that catupple, are uh, <laughs> right
1: on social media. <laughs> on social media, at one point we definitely, kind of like quarreled right, oh, we had beef over the same same girl <laughs> uh, it, but it was it was different because she had just moved the into the neighborhood, and he never told me that he knew her, and I was like, oh, okay, who was this? yeah, and so I'm the one like I'm walking to class holding her book bag, all oh, it's not like hey, I'm doing the sap shit.
4: Playing, playing, <laughs> I need love to work. Yeah, I, play, hey, I need love, right,
1: like, like, making mixtapes and shit. <laughs> and I go to knock on his door one day, and she answers his door. I'm Don like, Lionel Jones Poof. playing. Right. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> like, what the? Yeah. And so, like, it put some tension between us for a while. Um, but then I'm like, you Are know Are they what?
0: even your best friend if you never beefed over exactly, the same exactly. chick?
1: <laughs> exactly. And I'm like, you know what? We both agree like, yeah, no no woman in the world is worth, you know, beefing over. And we we hashed it out and it's like, you know what? You got to go through that, you got to go through. Right. It's a lot of cuz you need to know in the in the heat of the battle if the person you riding with is going to have your back. Right. And we didn't we didn't been through all that. Mhm. So, I mean, that's what best friends are for. This is fun.
0: Maybe you guys can uh can give your perspective on this, but Um, I think, I think a comedian was talking about this. Um, but it was basically like, yo, two girls, they could be friends for, for decades. And then if a man comes between them, like they will never talk to each other ever again. (laughs) But like dudes, like there could, like there could be a chick that comes between, but then at the end of the day, you're still going to be homies. Like for the most part, like, right. Like even if, even if like. Y'all got to take a little bit of a step back or whatever. Right. It's just one of those things that's real funny to think about, like how girls be like, that's my girl, that's my girl. Then all of a sudden, one dude, one dude could come in the picture, right. and it's just
4: like they, like they will be friends. at their throat forever. I think I think women become like fast friends and, right. can, and can get out of it just as fast. Like <laughs> right. guys are kind of like, yeah, well, I'll fill you out. We cool. Right. And then you become boys, and then that's it. Right. Like- because
1: women... <laughs> Don't trust other women. What it boils down to, you can have <laughs> women that are best friends, but they won't trust each other right, whatsoever. Right? They've been through some shit together. You better
0: not. I'm not gonna leave Michelle alone with my man.
4: Exactly. Because
1: like, that's <laughs> what most women. I'm not going. You crazy? <laughs> like, I'm not leaving. Mm-hmm. That.
4: They just know. They know what the other person going to do. Basically. Exactly. You know right. what I'm
1: saying? And especially if they've been around each other through some, mm-hmm. for lack of better saying, whole times. <laughs> they yeah. they know what the other ones capable. Guys, again. It's not that deep, yeah. Because at the end of the day, is it, okay. If that's what, please. There's more, there's more you, out here. I and, don't.
0: And you hear like the the phrase like, I mean, some dude, sometimes friends just got to fight it out. These dudes just got to fight it out. Right. Like right. literally get into a physical fight. No. And then after like one, I remember one time when I was younger, we're in the we're playing a, a big football game in the neighborhood, and I don't know what sparked it to get to this point but me and one of my best friends at the time we just we just got in like literally throwing punches at each other and then we left the game together like after the game was over Mm -hmm. we both walked home together like it was it was heat of the moment whatever and you just get by it and but i'm like all right i guess that's that's just how it is for dudes you know
1: it is what it is yeah i mean to me holding a grudge is not worth losing a friendship.
0: Yeah, for sure.
1: Or I mean, but you know, it's funny. We'll do that with, fr- and it's both both sides, men and mm. women. You know, we won't hold a grudge with our friends, and we'll, you know, we'll we'll fix that. But we have family grudges that go on oh, forever. Hell yeah. oh. Like this is blood. Like this at the end. Of, well, first of all, family will do you wrong before friends will. First Girl. of all, but then Take it's like granted. at the end of the day, you have family that you don't fuck with because. <laughs> One, because like, they done stole something out your house right. or they done said something. And, like, or sometimes, like, like within my family, there is some dumb shit that keeps people from interacting with each other.
0: Uncle Ronnie ain't coming to
1: Thanksgiving. Oh, I mean, there is some dumb shit that keeps us from, from fixing ourselves. And then it, I never want to get to a point where it's too late and you're like, shit, I should have said something.
0: Right, right.
1: Because I don't want to be the one having to live with that shit the rest of my life. They're dead sure. and gone. And you're they're not bothering them no more, but you're the one that live with that. Right. I have some people in my family that have unresolved issues that they need to fix. Right.
0: That's and, that's real,
1: and that's yeah. in life in general. That that mm-hmm. could be in friendships. That can be just within yourself. Mm-hmm. If you have some unresolved shit, like why carry that shit around? Mm-hmm. It's not worth it. No, it's not worth it. Yeah. Um, is that a good segue to tell, kind of tell the story, <laughs> or you know to? Talk, talk about
0: yeah. Why not?
1: I mean, we we gonna come down real quick, but mm-hmm. we're gonna we're gonna bring it right back up. Right. So we, we dedicate this show to our coworker and friend. This guy I've, I've worked at ProShares for. I probably shouldn't said the company. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I've worked there for about this is my twelfth year, thirteenth year, something like that. So and he's been there longer than I have. So I've known this guy for twelve, thirteen years. Right. Um. And he's he was one of those guys that would talk to you every day, forced conversation, um, true New Yorker, but it was, and he would, he would, he would use profanity like at drop of a hat, six 30 in the morning. And <laughs> right. I've heard that. Like, I remember this is a story I told everybody. Um, I remember how I always knew that I was going to, I had to say hi to him. He was walking down the hall one day and somebody was passing him by, passing him by. And he's like, Hey, whoever it was. And the person didn't say hi back. He said, wait, you got a fucking problem with me? <laughs> I said hi to you. You don't know how to say hi back? And the person, oh, I'm sorry. I didn't see you. I didn't, I, I'm sorry. And I was sitting there, was like, oh. yeah. I know I got to say hi to the guy <laughs> every time I see him. So I'm going like, hey, Jeff, how are you? Hey, Jeff, what's up, Jeff? You okay? Right. But that's who he was. Like, around the office, like, mm-hmm. he, he always spoke to you, and he spoke to you about his kids. Mm-hmm. He spoke to you about your kids or whatever you had going on, sports. And that's just who he was. Yeah. And, but somewhere along the line, it became, like something changed and it was probably a slow change or maybe always been there. No one ever noticed what, you know, underlying what was really, what was happening. Right. Because he was still coming to you and still have conversations. Like he made, it, he didn't make it about himself, mm-hmm. but he made it about you. You. Right. And you could never, when people do that, one is they're, they're deflecting and if it's that slight, you really don't catch it. It's right. like a slight of hand, like a magician. Mm-hmm. You really don't catch the trick. What's really happening here? And so, I mean, the guy, I guess, somewhere along the line, maybe he's always battled you know, depression or mm-hmm. whatever. And his son even spoke that about that at the funeral because his son was like, it's hereditary. Mm-hmm. I deal with it too. And you're like, wow. Like, and his wife, when she spoke, she's like, how could we have missed it? What went wrong? Like, where? Right. And you can imagine, this is a person that, Lay next to him every single night mm-hmm. and she didn't catch it. And you have people at the office who talk to him every single day, sit next to him right. and didn't catch what was happening.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: So, you know, a few weeks back at the office, like, you know, was the last time we saw him. That I that saw morning, him that
0: morning. That morning. Like, literally saw him that morning.
1: That morning, we, you know, he was seen in the office, he talked to people and then that evening, like, it was over.
0: Get a call and...
1: Get a call saying you know, he's gone. Plash, Plash passed away. Yeah. And you know, I was like, what? Yeah. And I, cause I called CB, I called one friend at work Mm -hmm. and we together discovered what he knew. And I, we put, uh, you know, that Jeff had passed away. Okay. Then I call CB. He's like, Hey, this happened today. And CB throws another wrench into the, you know, part of the story together. And he doesn't, he's like, well, is this what that was right there? And I'm like, Oh shit.
0: Right connect the dots
1: that's exactly what it was it only made sense as it was and then so now you come into an issue where you have to go back to work now that's the right you know how do you do this the next day right and then i felt so bad one i mean i felt bad as as to the situation and then i felt bad because like to be an owner of a company right who has never dealt with an issue like this what is happening
0: there's no training manual right for this kind of event right. like there's no
4: like you got to set- bring in like a trained professional to...
1: right and how do you and as an owner of a company like again you know, we're just getting to the point where in the manual is how do you deal with mass shootings right like you know what's that but then as an owner of a company you can't imagine like you would have to deal with like some kind of such tragedy, a sudden like death like a, yeah. tra- a tragic sudden death yeah how do you deal with that how do you address your company? You know, do you say anything? Do you say anything at all? Be, do you say nothing at all? But then you have to also say, well, this guy was my friend slash employee for nineteen, eighteen, nineteen years. I'm I need to mourn too, right? Yeah. And but you know, but also know that this is a business, and I have to also rally my troops because this is a money making business where the money flows. Every second, every mm-hmm. minute, however you want to look at it. Mm-hmm. And you have to make sure that the people who are handling your money are are able to function. Right. So he took I think within the, the departments around the company, they they handled their departments perfect. They handled it well. Mm-hmm. You know, they also didn't bring in grief counselors, but then it was also like, where is where's the big dog? Like where mm-hmm. n- we need to hear from you. Right. And it took uh, it took a couple of days. Yeah. It took to after the funeral for him to, I guess, to soak it in. And look, I get it. You need time too. And then he ad- finally addressed the company mm-hmm. as to what happened. Um, and he was like, you know, I couldn't, I can't, I couldn't give details because the family, you know, I wanted to make sure the family was okay with what, you know, what right. I say. Right. Mm-hmm. And I, I, we get that too. Yeah. So I think, to me, I think he did what I wanted him to do. Is at least address it because mm-hmm. you can't have. We just had a town hall this week where you bring all your entire company talk together. About, like, the state of the company. And you talk and about, and you, the you can't have forward. that and not address the elephant in the room, right? So, uh, but he did. He got a he he, he addressed it, and I think that you know, it took courage for yeah. sure. Mm-hmm. And for to, for you to see, you know, your CEO, your the owner of your company become humanized like mm-hmm. I me mean, because he definitely teared up yeah to see that you're like okay well you know he's just like me and right. he
0: also didn't make it like just keep doing hard work or anything it was he didn't make it about us doing our job necessarily it was you know we're all grieving together yeah mm-hmm. and just continue to be there for each other and right. support each other and right. you know that was like that i think that was the right message
1: right, right. and some people wanted more I am like, what more do you want like what more would what,
0: you expect? Right. What what would you be doing in that same situation? Right. You like, can't.
1: You can't tell me that you would know how to handle the situation. Right. I me mean, again. I know what I wanted, but I can't tell you that that's how I would handle it. Mm-hmm. If it were me, everyone's different. Yeah.
4: yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Exactly. And then, but I think it was just enough. And people who want more, I don't know what what they were, what more they were looking for.
4: Right. Yeah. And you don't you never know what. You know that might be the first time this person has ever dealt with the death that was close to him. Yeah, yeah. you yeah. don't know.
1: You and then the employee, like how? Yeah. Right. I know you. In not, to, I mean, this happened on your watch.
4: Exactly. I mean, can you imagine the guilt he might feel if he said if he had asked him to stay late or something like right. that the day before? Right. Exactly. Right. And
1: you know, at the funeral, his son spoke about how his dad came home with a lot of tough days at work. And I'm at the funeral, and and the CEO sitting in front of me, and he's got to absorb all this. Like, if you're not already feeling a certain way, like you know, you wow, this happened on my watch. Right. You know, was it my was it my company? Was it you know, am I asking too much of my like? And that that boils down to the the whole theme of this. People say you know you can learn a lot from the the dead, but we have to check in on each other. Yeah. Like because I blame. I think everybody is going to have survivor's remorse. And they blame themselves, but it's I natural. think
3: the
1: only thing that I feel that if I could have had done anything better, because our last conversation was Friday, mm-hmm. it happened Monday, a Monday or a Tuesday.
0: Uh, we had off that Monday
3: because yeah. it was a holiday.
1: Yeah. So it happened on that. That's right, uh, and it happened on that that Tuesday. That Tuesday. I'm like, if only, only, if, and I know, and I had noticed a, sm- a small difference. Our conversations were shorter. Man, he just seemed a little sad.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Only thing I could, if I could change about the situation was, I so thought we got checking each other, but we got to ask the simple questions are, are you okay? Right. Are you okay? I'm just checking in, you know. And if that person gets mad, that's on them. You know, that's not on you. That's not your cross the bear. But mm-hmm. you have to... Asking somebody, are you okay, can be a whole... You know, can mean a whole lot to them. And some people don't want to ask that because they feel like, oh, we can't cross the lines of work. But that's bullshit because you spend... Eight, more nine hours out of the day with these people right. than you do with your more own. More waking
0: hours with your coworkers than generally right. most people do with their families.
1: Right. And forget, you know, I don't want to open that door. The door's already open because of the conversations that he, he would have with us. Mm-hmm. Asking about your family is a is a personal question. Yeah. And the door's open there. Mm-hmm. So if I could if I could do anything, I would just you've got to check in on each other. That's that's Plain and simple. Yeah. I've make tried
0: sure. to make a much more conscious effort. To, to do that kind of stuff just hitting up like because i i would say that i'm very fortunate that i have a lot of very good friends mm-hmm. and a lot of them i don't need to talk to on a regular basis right. for when we get together you know you pick it up like nothing's changed right but to that effect still i've tried to make sense since this has happened a much better effort just to touch base with people right. just to be like yo i'm thinking about you Right. Like, I, I hope things are are going the way that you want them to, um, you know, just just little things like that. Like, like even 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 family, like it doesn't need to necessarily be co-workers mm-hmm. or friends um, like, you know, my grandparents are getting up there in age and they live in Kentucky now with my other cousins. Um, and me and my family were used to seeing them basically every day because they lived five minutes down the road. Mm-hmm. And now now we don't see them like that. So every couple every couple of weeks I gotta check into my grandparents just so they they, they know that their oldest grandson right. is thinking about it. Right. Like that and that, that kind of stuff can change the day.
1: Exactly. And I have to do better at that. I mean, I'm lucky enough at this point now, I still have two grandparents that are mm-hmm. that are living. And that is my goal to make sure that I at least have a conversation with them, at least maybe once a week, maybe every once a month or something, right. I have to do more. Um but that's like, two things are guaranteed in life. Your born day. Yeah. And your end day. Yeah. And none of us know when that is, mm-hmm. so why walk through life with, with grudges? Yeah. Yeah. And regrets. being And regrets. Or being just miserable mm-hmm. about the life that we live. And I'm not talking about Jeff. I'm just talking about, I know some people who just, no matter what you do, you're just not happy. Like, Life is about being happy, and that's just got to look. Whatever it takes, happy. You can't buy happiness,
4: right? No,
1: but you can look. You can damn sure find it somewhere, Mm -hmm. and just got to try hard.
4: Mm -hmm. And just take action, man. You know, there's no time like the present, like right Right. now, to exactly to do whatever you want to do.
1: Exactly, and that's this year to me is. I want I I have to monetize. I wanna monetize on all my goals or my hobbies. That's the thing. Like I wanna get out there and and, you know, I'm into photography. So good. Let me go out there and start taking pictures. And if I'm lucky to make some money off it, bam. Just do it. At least I say I tried. Right. You know. I'm not built to work three fucking jobs like I currently do. (laughs) But I'm doing it because sometimes, you know, do what you gotta do for, Mm -hmm. you know. So
0: yeah, I mean, it's one of those. I'm like, I'm definitely not not perfect with any of this stuff, no. but it's one of those things where definitely just trying to make a more conscious effort to let right. people know that, like, yo, I'm I'm happy that you woke up today. Right. Like, right. I'm happy that I'm interacting with you today mm-hmm. because that means that you got up. Right. And like, you know, sometimes, like, sometimes people don't hear that kind of stuff enough. Mm-hmm. You know, and if right. you can be the person to, you know, make that. Make that little difference, cause you ne- you just never know. You literally just never know, right. and you don't know what people are going through. Um, you know, strangers on the street, like you have no idea what they're going through in no. their everyday life. No. No. Um, so just be like kindness doesn't cost a damn thing. Exactly. Like,
1: what, wait, what does Ellen say? Be kind to of one another. Yeah. That, that, so need to, to be assholes. Like, and it's
0: funny because we live in like this internet age where people hide behind a keyboard and all they do is troll and they think like
1: had my fair share of those this
0: year (laughs) (laughs) yeah right and you know it's just one of those things where it's like if if you're doing that kind of stuff you're probably miserable like if all you're doing if the way that you feel like you get raised up is by putting other people down like online people you don't know right right keyboard warriors out here twitter fingers and all that like you know, maybe maybe those people need some friends in real life that are checking in on them and making sure that they're okay. Nice. So, you know,
2: it's I won't wor-
1: fall in that trap again. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah. Uh so it's one of those things that like we just wanna like for Jeff's sake, we wanna honor his life. Um and, you know, try to try to get something positive out of like right. death is never something that uh like people are gonna routinely celebrate, you right. know. Um, but you can celebrate someone's life. Oh, definitely. Um, and try to make uh, the best of what we got. Because like you said, we don't know how much time we got on here. Right.
1: And for us to be in our 30s, like I have, I had two homies that I went to school with battling stage four cancer, colon cancer. Right. One of them succumbed, the other one, um, he's he's still in the battle and... We're supposed to be making time to hook up, and I I gotta make sure that within the next week or so, we hook up, we do lunch something, just so I don't want to be like, oh damn, waited too late. It's right. too late. Right, right, right. And so, just you know, in, in the world right now is 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 crazy enough. Mm-hmm. So yeah, we just
0: try to do our part to do our part. lessen the crazy.
1: Right. Exactly. You know. Again, it, just, and it doesn't hurt to be kind to somebody.
0: No, no it costs nothing. Nothing. Literally nothing. And the payback that you can get from, like, making someone else's day, dude, you can't quantify that. You can't. Exactly. So, um, you know, it's one of those things where we don't want to, like, somber the mood too much. Right. But, but it's real life. You know, it's, this is real stuff. Right. Like, these are things that actually happen. Right. Like, there are people going through struggles right now. Right. And And who
1: have may have the same thoughts on their mind. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's real.
0: And, you know, for for the people out there that aren't having those kinds of thoughts, you know, try to like. And I think about this in all all facets of life, especially nowadays, Um, because, I mean, I talk about how like if the three of us, uh, Kaleo, Superfly and myself, if we went out on the town. I know that me walking down the street is a lot different in certain people's eyes than, th- than you guys walking down the street.
4: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: and it's like, I think about every day, like, what is, like, what is it that I can do personally to like, change something like that? And, it, and there's a lot of those kinds of situations that they seem so big and they seem so unattainable but even doing like trying to do some little stuff like making making changes in your own life can ultimately lead to big changes on a bigger stage. Exactly. So, you know, it's just like we said, kindness doesn't cost a damn
1: thing. Right. And that's why I like since this is this is a topic that is is very re- relevant. Yeah. Every day to people like I think I want to we definitely got to dive in even more yeah. and have, you know, people who who may even deal with these struggles people who've done their research who you know maybe even count. I'm sure I got a, a few counselor friends I, I know I do and yeah it's just, it's just ha- I mean it's not gonna be solved in one conversation but I no. think it's the thing where you gotta have these conversations
0: yeah having them in the beginning like yeah. the fact that you're putting it out there in the open right like that's right. you know that's something
1: exactly uh, alright to be continued who's <sighs> saw? <sighs> <sighs> Got deep for a second. We got deep for a second. <laughs> we can do that. Yeah. We're multifaceted. Yeah, we have to do that. Uh, so where do we go from here? Um, oh, anybody excited about seeing us?
4: I am. I've been trying to get my wife to to commit to going. Did you, have you seen the uh, the video of they? Had, I guess they did a screening at uh, Howard University. I heard they were in town yeah, doing it. They that. were doing like the swag surf before the before the movie started. Really? Experience. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I, I heard, look, so Kevin McCarthy from Fox 5 um, said that he saw it twice. First time, he was just in, sh- in shock and awe, like how great of a movie it was. And then, so he said he went back to figure out the key points that he missed. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, this is this something I got to see twice? <laughs> I probably will anyway.
4: That's how I felt about Get Out. Right. You had to watch Get Out. It three out
1: was times. so
0: deep. Man. And y'all know that I was late to Get Out. I admitted <laughs> that I was late because I'm, I'm late to a lot of movies. Uh, right. Like, we were, I was making a joke with uh, my boy Kevin that lives down in Atlanta, who's been on the show before. Um, shout out to Kev. Yeah, shout, shout out, out to Kev. Kev. Uh, I was making I was making a joke about uh how like I just enjoy Ryan Reynolds movies. Right. So he was like, <laughs> um, but I was being I was being specific to Deadpool because someone had made this uh, this movie poster of Jamie Foxx as Spawn and Ryan Reynolds obviously as Deadpool, okay. and talking about having like a collab movie between the two. And I was like, yo, because I have a bunch of comic book friends. Um, I collected comic books my entire childhood and that kind of thing. And I was like, yo, will my comic book friends be down for something like this? Because I think that would be kind of dope.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: And so Kev comments. He's like, oh, so you're going to be front row for that Pikachu movie, huh? Because Ryan Reynolds is voicing Pikachu in this mo- in this de- uh, detective Pikachu movie. And I'm like, well, let's just be clear. There's a lot of movies that I really want to see that I will not make it to the theater to see. Right. Uh, just because I don't make I don't make time to go to the theater. Exactly. Like, it, you know, it, it, it just is what it is. But uh, so I was late to get out. And it was one of those things that after I saw it, I told you guys, I was like, "Yo, this dude Jordan Peele is a monster at this." <laughs> so I, I'm pretty excited for us. And obviously, you got half of a uh, half of the uh, Black Panther cast in there.
1: Yeah, man. And I mean, so there's a meme that says, um, "This is what happened when uh, Mbaku couldn't wait to take T'Challa's girl." <laughs> <laughs> Uh, no I think there's a lot of there's definitely a lot of hidden undertones in, in us I interested right. to see what the real the message is mm-hmm. um, a couple of things I've seen is you know we have to look out for us and you know, I think that could be the theme or we gotta look out for each other mm-hmm. uh, I, always I
4: was like we are our own worst enemies we, we are our own yeah. worst enemies
1: I've, I've heard that too because um, there can be multiple
4: layers to it right,
1: right. yeah I, I mean I'm, I'm definitely I would expect that there would be I mean, with Jordan Peele, yeah, exactly. Granted, it's only movie number two, mm-hmm. but he's got the buzz. Like, you had me at the slowed up version of "I Got Five on it. <laughs> I was like, "Yo, yeah." When they debuted that, when they debuted that,
0: was that the Super Bowl? I think so. Yeah, it was Super Bowl. I was like, "Yo,
1: how do you get how you get that movie trailer played during the Super Bowl?" Right. But then, like, yo, I need that. I need that on the soundtrack. We went up and fired that song as- up right away. <laughs> It's creepy as hell. Yeah. I think
4: they might have released that joint. Honestly, I think I thought I saw that on social media that really? they released this uh, that movie trailer version of "I Got 5 mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: And what we were talking, so let's finish up with us. And I got, because maybe, maybe you can find it. Because I need a- I need a person who knows music to find what I- the song that I'm looking for. Right, okay. right, right. Um, but yeah, us comes out Friday, um, or it's probably out by now. By the time everybody hears yeah. this, hears this, yeah. Hopefully, it's number one. I'm gonna I, predict number one. I'm I can't a, I'm imagine predict. like
0: what other movies
4: are out that would keep it from being number one. Like, do you think I, it could be like the first like horror movie to win an Oscar, like Best Picture kind of? Maybe. Yeah. I mean, they're, they're talking big things exactly. about this. Yeah. Like
1: all the thing because um, all the premieres are starting to happen. It's like the, one of the greatest hor- hundred percent. Yeah, on Rotten Tomatoes? Rotten Tomatoes, Rotten Rotten tomatoes 100%. gave it a hundred percent. Yeah, one of the greatest horror films ever. Jordan Peele is, solidifies himself as the master of horror. Because
0: he's also, he's messing with like psychological stuff at the same time. Whereas a lot of horror movies, especially nowadays, it's all shock factor. It's all like blood and gore and like stuff that's not actually scary. Like that's not scary. It's just kind of like, I'm looking like, oh. My man is
1: giving you like social, social injustice. Right. um, Thrillers. Thrillers. Like along with like. I was trying to punch
0: people through my television watching Get Out. (laughs)
1: <laughs> so he's he's giving that's the funny thing. I'm walking around like a, if you're on live, I'm walking around like a talk show host because <laughs> this is the first time I'm freed up. Like I don't, I'm not behind the uh, yeah. other mic. CBS, right? This is like he, the movie can be seen by different ways by so many different people. It mm-hmm. it can be for the dumbed down horror family. Like, oh my god, these these white people were bringing in black guys and turn them into invasion
2: of the body. That,
1: snatchers Yeah, turn them into slaves <laughs> for other white people. They're like oh, this is a great scary movie then. The black people like, this is a horror movie about slavery. This is like, Like, and then it's just like, black men always going after the white women, and you got so many layers. There's so many layers to the horror movie. That black
4: people you really can't trust. You know, it's something about them, but you don't know what it is. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? That uh, that appropriation that we were talking about with like middle
1: child and all that stuff. Like
0: white people wanting to be black and all that kind of stuff. You know,
1: like there's there's so many layers, and that's. They say comedians are the darkest people out there.
0: Right. Right. Like, I mean, that's one of the things that they talked about with like Robin Williams when he took that, his life. I mean, exactly. They talk about how like these there's they they bring so much joy mm-hmm. to everybody else, and they talk about how it's because for some of them they can't conjure it up for themselves. Right. Um, and I mean, that's I think that that's real. I totally believe that.
2: Yeah.
1: By the way, if you're on social media live right now, that's we are something else. W e r s u m t h i n e l s e on all platforms. All of them. We're currently on IG, and uh, um, I got CB on here, but then I also got. <laughs> I was Superfly's. Like, is, he, is he focusing on Superfly's his chest?
4: Doesn't
1: new, like- <laughs> no, Superfly's uh, new vinyl for his, uh, his DJ equipment. That thing is mean.
4: Yo, branding. Yeah.
3: Yeah.
1: Um. So, oh, speaking of songs. Uh oh. What well, we got, Superfly? Oh, we got, we got business, some business cards. cards? We got, uh, Roya's watching on. Oh, dope! I'm taking one of these. <laughs> yeah. So contact Superfly TNT for all your DJ needs, all your party all needs. Uh, the man does rock out. Yeah, exactly. He's he, a
0: professional. He's the, when you see he, this logo, you know what it is. Right, exactly. You know that he cannot shave his beard anytime <laughs> soon. Exactly.
1: <laughs> so you got we got Roya live and we got Sean live. Because we'll hold on, Sean was shout out Sean.
0: What up, uh, Roya. Sean what I'm,
1: I'm saying. Sent a request to be in your live video. Let's see if. if <laughs> If this works, this is our first time somebody wants to chime in. <laughs> do, do, do. I don't know how
0: this works. Well, you got to tell uh Superfly about that that song that you've been trying to find.
1: Yeah, that's what I was talking about. Yo, Sean. <laughs> <What's that>? <laughs> <laughs> well, let me let's turn you around so everybody, the fellas, can see.
4: What up, what
1: up, what up? Yo, Sean has made history. He's the first person that dialed into our show.
0: <laughs> <laughs> through, through IG. Exactly. Through IG Live, is CB. Yo, what up, brother?
2: What's happening
0: with you,
1: man? Yo. We got we to get you back on the show, man. We, so a lot has happened. We got more music to talk about. Facts. Facts. <laughs> Real, what do you... what a lot of to talk about. Yeah. What do, you, what do you... Are you feeling Cole's movement right now?
4: Um, hell, I even like Two Chains Out. Hey, Two
0: hey,
1: Chains hey, Out, yo, hey. yo, Two Chains got, got some heat right now.
4: Yeah, yeah, yeah he, uh, agreed. He,
2: yeah, I've
1: been bumping that for like since day one since
2: it dropped. And uh, from the
1: beginning, I mean, he, he does the Two Chains thing, but it's yeah, it's it's. Uh, I like what I see. Shout out LeBron. Like shout out, shout out LeBron. <laughs> exactly, he, he ain't out he the, peed joint. the joint. The it. Dope, dope. I, I like i like what cole's doing man i like um i like the
2: fact that that consciousness and come back to hip-hop man oh yeah man. but it all came from but it, you know all this came from all the craziness that's been going on in the world man all the bullshit with the president and all that stuff so it took that to change everybody's mindset and uh um, you know that's here we are man
1: that's what's up yeah i think um oh did you see the, the gq article with cole no, I have not. <laughs> you got to at least see those pictures. You need to at least see the pictures because Cole is on, uh, he, he's, he's his own man for real.
0: Yo, they were talking about how he was wearing the Jesus wept twos.
4: <laughs> with socks on. With socks, with socks on. on. And high water and bell bottoms. And, and when you can go platinum twice with no features, with no features. Like nobody else. You got a, a fan
3: base like he do, shit. You can do whatever the hell you want. It. Right.
1: But, but then to shut all that shit down and go and do features on everybody else's songs for almost a year straight and have some of the best verses, killing the features. Every best verses rap that year. Yeah. Easy.
2: So he's he's uh he's I I kind of feel like I feel like he's he is what what
3: Nas should have been. Ooh, mm.
0: uh, that, that's I like that take,
1: and uh, yeah, I get that. Yeah, is that because of you think he has more advantage because of the social media era? That that might be it too. But even though Nas
2: has that deli- that dedicated following, but you know, somewhere along the line, I feel like Nas they got kind of like fed up with like not getting that commercial appeal, mm-hmm. so he went sideways, and you know, he started doing like those
4: commercial type records with Diddy and those guys. Yeah,
3: right. And and then it didn't really work out, and then he came back. Whereas Cole was like, he had that at the beginning, mm-hmm.
2: yeah. and that kind of went away. He just stuck with that, and he just kept going. And now he has that loyal fan base, but yeah, he does have the you know the addition of social media and stuff. But right. it's uh, but he is—he really is, you know—the evolution of what Nas would have been.
1: Right, Cole took the chains off, and and realized longevity is is the key, and not just the here and now. And on top
2: of that, he'll be, I mean, he does use, he, he does use other producers, but I like the fact that he doesn't, he, his, his albums now are not overproduced. Right. Like a lot of artists, right. like, you know, you, you don't know, like when you hear it, a lot of people get upset because they, you know, it doesn't have all the additional, what I just call this, the additional, like, uh, no way in it. Mm-hmm. But, you know, the his, the lyrics and the music complement each other. It may sound basic, but by hearing what he has to say, it gives you time
0: to enjoy the message and like, yo, that beat was dope. So I like it. Yeah, because he uh, he doesn't want people just focusing on the beat, which there's a lot of artists exactly. that get by exactly. just because they get on fire tracks. Right. He's, he's got a message and he wants you to hear it.
2: Exactly. Exactly. So he, he he's found that balance. Dope. Dope.
1: Man, yeah, we're gonna we're gonna send you an invite. You gotta come back. You gotta, you gotta come back and rock out with us because we talk music all day. Are you are you in the studio right now? I got new stuff, got new stuff coming. Are you are you in the studio right now? I'm always. I'm, I'm, I'm in my home right now, but yeah,
2: I'm working on stuff now, man. I just uh, I'm I'm actually just inking a new licensing deal for a
4: situation. Hey, and, hey. Uh, I'm, Make I'm that money. Almost three quarters way of a of a new project
1: that I'm almost done. Hmm. Yeah, um, we, we, gotta, we definitely got to get our hands on gonna that. We're
0: going to need the,
2: the early release for that.
1: Exactly, exactly. <laughs> get, the, get the exclusive. Yeah, it's, uh, it's a... Hey, look, it's a, it's a
3: Superfly. It's, it's longer than seven tracks. <laughs> <laughs> Just keep it at nine. Just keep it yeah. at nine. <laughs> like, like, you know, right now we're looking at... We're looking like... We looking like uh, like 11 that's it All right, okay that's, that's
4: that's decent that's decent you seen two chains don't got 25 tracks yeah I, I, he had some throwaway shit on there i yeah. I, I love the
2: album
4: but yeah he had
1: some throwaway shit. superfly said you got seven tracks with uh with four bonus tracks on there <laughs> <laughs> exactly yeah. Actually, look, and an intro hey look these ones they they running through man
3: they running through the production is uh it's gonna be interesting it's always interesting with me. It's, it's, it's,
2: it's interesting. And we then, know uh, that.
1: We know that. That's what we need. Yeah. Yeah. Once the ink
2: dry, then uh, you know I'll let the world know about this
1: licensing deal. So we'll find out. Love it. Love it. Oh, that's that's dope. That's do- and then look when you get ready to do your live show, let me let me show you something real. Superfly is out here branded, man. He didn't got the. I told you I just chimed in. I saw that. I you
3: yo, that's fresh. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: my, my man ain't playing around. Nope. and he had the business cards. So it, this the, go ahead and plug the ox real quick because we gotta get the aux up and going. Superfly out here, branding stuff, and we got our brand and <laughs> Sean's out here recording yeah. album number two. The URL
4: exists; it's just nothing there when you go to dot <laughs> com. But just you know, I showed y'all the the business cards. Just hit us up, man, for for all your you know DJ needs and and podcasting needs. Yeah. We, we got it. We, we got something new coming too. There's a I can't let the cat out of the bag on that. Yeah. You if you if you follow me on social media, oh, yeah. you're friends with me on social media, you've seen some of the stuff through Facebook. But um we got some crazy drop your crazy social media tag, coming.
1: Superfly. Yeah, what's your social media? Yeah.
4: Uh, superfly underscore T N T. You know what I'm saying? You can find me everywhere on that.
0: Right. S U P A because he's got sweat. S U P A F L Y underscore T N T. I typed in super and nothing came up. Exactly.
1: <laughs> Sean, Sean, plug your stuff while you're on here. Ah, uh, let's see. Hey, man, you
2: can find me at you can find me on Instagram at SeanXabian. Um, You can find me on Bandcamp at seanxavian.bandcamp.com or just Google Sean Xavier. You'll find me up. And it's actually this is album number five, son. <sighs> Killing well, I it. was
1: talking about two that we got a hold of <laughs> well, it actually be three because we got we got the ten year mixtape but yeah sean yeah. Sean got a catalog yeah yeah so and then so me and c b got something that we 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 we're working on, so yeah. we go, we could go definitely gonna need a a helping hand in hand and some notes definitely <laughs> i see i
0: see cross man everybody is it's, it's
2: funny since since everybody <laughs> They didn't hurt Listen to the podcast and find out. I guess I've been reintroduced to the world, so like, uh, I'm, I'm involved with some other people's stuff
1: too. I was like, all right, cool. So, hey, I'm all with it. Whatever you need, I got you. That's what you gotta do, just gotta stay busy, right?
0: And that's why you're the homie, the
1: yeah. Because, yeah. yeah, that's what's up, man. You know, thanks for dropping in. Me, me and my girl are watching TV. Oh, <laughs> uh, Lou joined us. Oh, shout out, Lou, yeah. What's well, up, Lou? But yeah, nah. what's up? Thanks, Sean, for joining in. He's our, again, that's, we made history tonight. Our first <laughs> dial-in. That's, that's great. Yeah, that was sick. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I'm talking about. Right. <laughs> All right, man. Yeah. All right, man. Peace. Peace.
0: Yo, that was, that was history we, made right there. We, like, we've had call-ins, like had people physically calling on the phone. But right, actually right. buzzing during the show, right? Like where it wasn't planned, right? That was sick, right?
1: That that's. Was I tough. mean, I guess that's why social media. We have to use social media, yeah. Yeah. Louis because <laughs> Roy is because Louis is watching, and says Louis needs to be in the bed sleeping. Oh God! Pass his bed to home. Oh Here we no. go. <laughs> Here we go. Um,
0: and I told Louis we would shout him out tonight. Because uh, we got to get him on the we've been talking about getting him on, a sh- on the show for a minute. But
1: Louie, you coming, man. You, yeah. you got to get you on the show because we definitely talking about um, all the stuff that we
0: sneaks, normally talk about everything. Like for the people that uh, keep up when we do our uh, For the Soul segments for on IG, uh, Louie is generally the third voice the soul. that you hear in those videos. So. And
1: Roy is the fourth. Oh, those are cute. Oh, those are cute. <laughs> <laughs> Two shout-outs tonight. Boom. Send us a check. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, that's I, I mean, I think we addressed everything. Yeah. Uh Superfly gotta find a song for me off the air. Yeah. Because I'm we gotcha. make this happen. To talk about what? Uh oh, what Louie's gonna talk about. She's still going at him. She's still going at him. <laughs> But uh, yeah, for those of y'all tuning in, social media, thank you for joining in. We gotta do this more often, uh, but we gotta hit, hit, a, hit the closure up so we can get up out of here. Yeah. But
0: also, uh, talking about music, Sick and Buster is gonna have a new song releasing soon, so Woo. we will probably preview that for everybody on on the podcast.
1: All right. Hey, let's do it. Let's
0: so, do it. You know, um, every, always working. We're always right, working.
1: Right. Let me see, this it.
3: There we go. Right hey, there. hey, 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 hey.
0: For the soul. Already mentioned those Lebrons, so people know I got those this month.
1: Right. But I mean, if they following your IG. <laughs> there was something else that you just kind of threw out there got a, on IG.
0: Got a grill. Got a grill this week,
3: and now
1: everybody's. Been commenting, like, yo, no CB dropped a bag on those.
0: <laughs> uh, I will say that we don't get year end bonuses at our job, right? Um, you get a year end review, but you don't get that paid out until like the second or third month of the year. So, I'm just saying that my I was rewarded very well for my work that I did last year at the gym. Word up. And,
1: I I mean, sneakerheads are going to be sneakerheads. Sometimes money ain't an issue.
0: I mean, that's the thing. If they're a pair that you really want, and they're, like, it's just one of those things. Like, if if it's a grail pair, if it's something that you've had your eye on for a long time, like... Sometimes, like we were talking about, there are certain things you can't put a monetary value on. Right. And for some of the things that you can, if it's worth it, these are the basic laws of economics. Right. If it's worth it to you, you'll pay the money.
1: And I realize what a soul can be about wins and losses. Oh, yeah. I took a bad L on the LeBron Safari 16s. Ooh, those are so fire. The Atmos joints. The Atmos
0: joints, so them. fire. They
1: went up at 10 o'clock. Bam. I mean, they made through the payment, all the way through the payment. And when they asked you for your three-digit security code, I put the wrong three-digit security code in, and I didn't realize it until we were 20 minutes in, <laughs> and I realized like, oh shit, I took an L. <laughs> and
0: and then, now they're up. Because like, those are what did those eight, drop for? 200? 180?
1: They were 170. Wow. And now they're going for like 280 to 300. I mean, they're definitely.
0: Pretty sure nope. those are definitely going for over three. Nope. Like immediate, like the immediate resale Let me on tell it, you this. and it hurts.
1: Let me tell you this, I don't like them that much. <laughs> I was able to, I was able to score the Concords. You were, yes. Um, and like I mentioned mention I got actually I got two pairs. Yep. So if you follow me on IG, hit your boy up. Yeah. For your for your size eleven and a halfs. Yeah. I need to either them I'm or I'ma keep rid of them, mm-hmm. but. Um, I mean, because
0: there's nothing wrong with having multiple pairs of a shoe that you love. Well, that's, you know. that's true. There I'd rather
1: have the money at this point. True. <laughs>
0: you got diapers to pay for.
1: Uh, well, yeah, that's true too. <laughs> I need, uh, you uh, got the He Got Games in. Yes. So, you got to follow us on our YouTube because we're, we're going to be upgrading the YouTube videos. Yeah. yeah, we really need to intern this summer <laughs> for all the video footage that we got because we got mad video footage you just need somebody to post this shit up cause true doing everything by yourself sometimes is just like ah, it's a lot of work it's a lot of work yeah. exactly yeah but um yeah that's it that's all I got man it's been, it's been a healthy conversation fellas and yeah real healthy thank you for Sean for just hey joining in that was that was big I that mean, was dope for us not to have any liner notes for a show and we just talked yeah we can make anything happen
0: right we got stuff on the way.
1: Exactly. A trip, maybe even a trip to Aspen. We can make that happen. That
0: will be
3: sick.
1: Finally. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Joe. So. Peace.
0: Peace.
3: I know that you with it, for a while. I know that you with it, so don't start cutting. I don't want to be a man, I want to move something so, 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 so.